Okay, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking about descriptive statistics for one categorical variable. Okay, so we know we've got visual descriptive statistics and numerical descriptors. Now for categorical data, it's, it's going to be pretty straightforward. And there's not a whole lot of numerical descriptors for categorical data. So we'll, we'll look at visual methods first, then we'll talk a little bit about, okay, how do we make sense of those? How do we describe them? All right, so our two most basic options, things you've probably seen before, pie charts and bar charts. Right? These are for categorical data. So most of the time when we're working with categorical data, it'll be the entire list of data, but we'll also see how do we work with data that's given to us in a frequency table. Okay, so that's one unique thing about categorical data. We can still work with it if it's in a frequency table. Quantitative data, if we just have a frequency table, we may not be able to do some of these things. So you've probably seen a pie chart before, right? It's just like a big circle and we divide slices or sections of the circle based on frequency of each category. All right. Where pie charts come in handy is when we're really interested in relative frequencies, when we're interested in looking at these categories in proportion to the whole. All right. As we'll see, it may not be as effective for lots of categories or if we're more interested in frequencies. Okay, so let's say we took a random sample of students in a class and we, we got all their blood types. So say I were to make a pie chart of this example and uh, I went a little beyond the default pie chart so I added in some things that may or not be available on, on all platforms. But uh, when we're interested in pie charts, we're usually interested in relative frequencies so I added in the percentages. Um, say you were A positive or you're interested in A positive. Some pie charts you can kind of pop out or highlight a certain group. Right, we, we usually want to make sure we have an informative title. And sometimes when we have a bunch of small groups, we may want to make an other category. All right, so here is a pie chart that I came up with this. So what, how do we interpret something like this? Well, A positive, maybe that's your blood type. Okay, looks pretty, pretty uncommon. The other uncommon blood types are here included in the other section. Okay, and we also, a big thing we note, we note here is over half the people here don't know their blood type. Can't say that I know mine. So maybe that's not, not so uncommon. Alright, so that's kind of the basics of a pie chart. Um, let's look at the same data in a bar chart. Okay, the idea of a bar chart is we've got our categories on our x-axis, our y-axis corresponds to the frequency, or you can also have a relative frequency bar chart All right, for categorical data. Alright, so same data in a bar chart. Now I've got, again, the largest category I don't remember kind of pops out at us. I haven't used the other category here yet. Okay, but one thing we want to point out about bar charts, now they're nice for to see you know, when we have an obvious large bar. Some of the bars of similar height can sometimes be sort of hard to compare. 
Okay, so one thing we can do with the bar chart to kind of go beyond just the default option is we can make what's called a Pareto chart. A Pareto chart just takes your bar chart and rearranges in descending order. Now notice most default options. Notice how this is arranged. This is a nominal variable. So most nominal variables, it'll pop out by default in alphabetical order. And that's fine in some cases. If I had an ordinal categorical variable, I may want to arrange the categories in order. Something to think about there. Or I can arrange the categories as a Pareto chart. This makes me quickly and easily be able to kind of look at my groups and compare them. Alright, so when would we want to use one versus the other? Now we saw the same data in a pie chart, we saw the same data in a bar chart. For this data, they're both pretty useful, uh, but just kind of some general things to think about here. For pie charts, they're best for relative frequencies, right, when we're interested in comparing groups to the whole. Right? And I think bar charts probably handle multiple categories a little bit better. Okay, pie charts, if we have a bunch of categories, they can get, uh, get kind of messy. Bar charts, like we said, handle more categories. And we can rearrange it into a Pareto chart and easily get an idea of, of where we're at, what our largest categories to our smallest categories look like. Right? But bar charts, we can rearrange the bars. Just remember the arrangement of the bars and what that makes the shape end up looking like especially if it's a nominal variable, doesn't really mean anything. Okay, so you can't take much from that. And relative frequencies in a bar chart sometimes can be a little bit misleading. Okay, so we know how to use pie charts, use bar charts. How exactly do we describe? What kind of numerical summaries can we make with categorical data? Okay, so in general, when we're describing a data set, we want to talk about typical value and variability. With categorical data, typical value means mode, and vari variation variability, we'll, we'll talk about how we look at that. Okay, so this word mode, you've probably heard this before, it's technically defined as the most frequently occurring value. With categorical data, you may have only one mode, one bar that kind of sticks out, but you can also have more than one mode. Um, when we're thinking about categorical data, you know, if I have one bar that's that's big, and then maybe one bar that's almost exactly the same size, right? Maybe my frequency in one bar is 20, my frequency in the other bar is 19. Yes, technically the one with 20 is the mode, right? but oftentimes we want to report both. Okay, if we only have one mode, we call that unimodal. Two modes, we call that bimodal or a more multimodal. Okay, so the mode is the first thing that we want to make note of. We also want to think about variability. Variability in categorical data, we can think of as diversity. Okay, so how does that look? Well, if my data set was pretty diverse, right, if I had high variation, that means all my observations should be pretty spread out over all the categories. 
if my data set shows low variation or low diversity, that means most of my observations will pop up in one, two, or just a handful of categories. So this is a little bit counterintuitive, but let's consider two bar plots, and the same would apply to a pie chart. All right, so what if I had a bar chart like this? So here's a bar chart where I've got birthdays in each season. I'm showing relative frequencies here. And we see that most of these bars are relatively the same size, right? Things seem to be pretty well spread out. All right, this shows a much higher level of variability than a bar chart something like this. Okay, this is certain races or ethnicities that are taking an AP exam. All right, we see most of our data, 57% of it falls here, while the rest of our data are in other categories, but, but most of it lies here. Okay, so this would show less variability, less variation than something like this. All right, so pie charts and bar charts, describing the mode and variability are the big things here with a single categorical variable. So thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.